This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. It began with a Chinese surveillance balloon taken out by a U.S. fighter jet earlier this month. Since then, there have been three smaller flying objects shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan. All of that has Alaska lawmaker Senator Donnie Olson on edge. He was in a floor session Friday when he got word that an unidentified object was shot down near the Canadian border, a region that's home to Inupiat people and part of his district. Olson, a pilot, says the dangers are very real. So it's very concerning that you have something up there that's flying along or suspended in the air without a, a uh, air traffic control clearance. Uh, if you couldn't see it because of clouds or if it was nighttime, there could very easily be a collision. Olson worries the North Slope's remoteness and sparse population will make it more difficult to protect itself from foreign aggression. Over the years, the Inuit Circumpolar Council has watched increased military activity in the Arctic with a nervous eye. Jimmy Stotts, who recently retired as president of Alaska's ICC, is concerned the spy balloon and flying objects could be a distraction from a larger threat to the Arctic. Some of these conflicts elsewhere are spilling over and into the Arctic. I'm worried about that. Relationships, particularly over there in Northern Europe, the Scandinavian countries and Russia, how things there could pretty easily, I think, go sideways. Stott says climate change, which has opened waters to navigation, has increased tensions in the Arctic and the potential for conflict. The Central American country of Guatemala is entering an election this year. Recently, protests were held as Maya candidate Thelma Cabrera and her running mate, a well-known human rights activist, were disqualified after being accused of campaigning on social media before the official start date. Maria Martin reports. Hundreds of supporters of the Maya Mom candidate Thelma Cabrera of the People's Liberation Movement took to the streets in downtown Guatemala City. Their slogans asked the country's highest electoral authority, the Supreme Electoral Tribunal, to reinstate Cabrera and her running mate, former human rights ombudsman Jordan Rodas, on the ballot for the June 25th election. During the last elections in 2019, Cabrera came in a strong fourth place, winning 10% of the vote. Surprising in this country were the last indigenous presidential candidate, Nobel Peace Laureate Rigoberta Menchu, only garnered the support of 3% of Guatemalan voters. This time around, Telma Cabrera and her running mate Rodas were expected to gain the reform vote for change in Guatemala, where most of the 30-odd parties represent the old guard, the military, and what's known as the Pact of the Corrupt. Delma Cabrera says she and Rodas plan to challenge their party's disqualification in court. For National Native News, I'm Maria Martin. On Sunday, demonstrators gathered in Glendale, Arizona, as the Kansas City football team played in the Super Bowl. They marched to the stadium where the game was held with signs calling on the team to change its name. People traveled from the greater Kansas City area for the protest, while others were from the Phoenix metropolitan area, like Cher Thomas from the Gila River Indian community, a tribe that was one of the official partners of the Super Bowl. Thomas says she wanted to use her voice to take a stand. There's something that can be said, I'm going to say it. If there's something that can be done, I'm going to do it. If there's something that can be maneuvered, worked out, figured out, I believe in doing what I can with what I have. The Native advocacy groups Not In Our Honor and Arizona to Rally Against Native Mascots hosted the protest and other events, including a film screening and discussion about the fight against Indian mascots. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support from the Self-Governance Communication and Education Tribal Consortium presenting the 2023 Tribal Self-Governance Conference at the River Spirit Resort starting June 26th. Early bird registration closes February 25th at tribalselfgov.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.